0: yo what's up it's lily chilling right now in hawaii and i want to have a conversation with y'all a conversation in particular on dating and instincts right Juan? and let me light a candle because we got to set the mood right and not only that what you're probably going to end up hearing is some background noise and if you do Well, shit. There it goes. (laughs) Anyhow, so... I've been noticing lately that... I stumble upon people who talk about what's going on in their dating life. And of course, the things I've gone through in my dating life. And... Instincts. Right? And building it. Because for years, I've had my instincts tear down. And... Self-doubt became such a huge part of my life that I didn't even realize that until I put myself in situations that I regretted. So, let's talk about it. First, let me drink some water. Okay. You know, I had a conversation. Oh, shit, there's a gecko in my room. (laughs) Um, most people would be freaking out right now, but I actually love animals. And so, I love when they come around. Uh, whatever. So, let's go back. Dating. Right? Fuck boys and fuck girls. They do exist. Don't ever think because you're dating a woman that she is not capable of being a fuck girl. It's a real phenomenon, especially in just dating the world doesn't matter if you're like in the lgbtq community it could just be you know you date you a straight man dating um a woman right and you you know whatever so let's talk about that right that's a real thing um i was talking to a friend some time ago and they were like informing me that you know they couldn't really understand how Somebody could be a fuck boy, a fuck girl, right they didn't really understand that somebody could you know seriously play with their mind, and they a friend told me, I only date nerds and I'm like, just because you date nerds does not mean that they're not fucked up in the head and they don 't play games don't let the social status of people's careers, what they are in life, whatever in general, be the, your only basis of just judging that person's, you know, like, as, as, a, as a partner. Like, just because, let's say, for example, they're in the military, or they're a doctor, they're a lawyer, they must be good people because they're doing service jobs. That is not necessarily true. It's really about the character of the individual. What their behavior shows you is what you can determine if this is the person you want in your life. So the friend just, you know, that baffled this friend of mine because they couldn't understand that that was a real thing. They had a very naive perception, and we've we've been there. You know, we've had naive perceptions when we started out dating, especially with the bullshit stories we hear about, like Disney, and how we see the, the prince and... The, And the getting married and happily ever after. And unfortunately, that is not the reality. Especially now. And I was thinking that the other day. I'm like, that is something that is not real. And it's really sick to see our society to continue to put these ideologies into people's heads. And waiting for that Prince Charming to come around. Specifically, if we're going to talk about women, right? Um, to, to wait till the perfect one comes around. And I thought to myself, I was in that boat too. And I always, whenever I moved on to the next relationship quick, I always thought to myself, well, there's next, you know? Um, but now I'm at a point in my life where I'm just like, but what if I just want to have my life now? What if I just want to be happy now and live my life for me, and not this expectation that somehow some motherfucking prince is gonna like pop up and save me from whatever is, this this whatever's going on. And something that's so profound to me, and is profound to a lot of people that I've had discussions with that are like. I call it coming of age, where it's like coming to understanding that it's all part of the patriarchy system, right? It's all part of y- designed to control you, to base your life on on just wanting to get married or wanting to have a relationship with whether it's a man or a woman, right? But Life is a little... Life is complicated. Life is full of so much. And why limit yourself to that one title, right? And I meet so many people. And don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with the... the, the sanctu- I guess the ideal of marriage. But... Of being wanting to be with somebody. But just to make it solely on... You? Like just solely like just the basis of your life is... That's a little a little it's pretty fucking sick <sighs> let me drink some water and <clears throat> it's to me it's just so interesting like with our dating world and our society constantly telling us that our instincts are crazy right that we're crazy for having these emotions and for for seeing things for what it is and then we doubt ourselves especially with that saying of benefit of the doubt i cannot stand that fucking saying because what it's saying is you're giving that person a leeway Right, you're giving them a leeway, just that one chance, and you're doubting yourself. And I don't think people really understand what they're doing to themselves when they give people, quote unquote, the benefit of the doubt. You're literally humiliating yourself and disrespecting yourself. And it isn't like, and a lot of people are not aware of how amazing and how powerful their body, their mind is, right? you're capable of creating things you're literally you can think a thought and you can create shit into your physical realm right and when you doubt yourself you are literally going against the creation of who you are which is someone who is tapped in someone who is connected somebody who is fiercely strong whether that's physically or emotionally um, Who is capable of great things, who are doing great things, right? And I meet so many people who are like, I don't I don't know what instincts are. I don't have any. It's like and I I sit there and I'm just wondering to myself, how do you not know this? That you have this, but you are choosing to not see it, or you're subconsciously have been socialized severely to ignore those instincts that are primal like you know when you have to use the bathroom or you got to eat that's primal that is basic the basic fundamentals of survival right to i need to sleep i need to eat i need to take a shit i need to have sex whatever it is right these are primal things built in right and when i hear again people say that they don't have instincts I think what they need to do is to severely look into what happened. Because children are very instinctual, very on point. That you you know children pick up on people real quick. Like animals, like like dogs, cats, they pick up on people. And it's when we are socialized and if we're in an abusive home, whether that's emotionally or physically, that could really Deteriorate your confidence, your ability to trust yourself, right? And a lot of people I've had conversations with, they're like, "Oh, I was never an abusive home," but then you know. They'll they'll mention some some things that were emotionally abusive, and it's like, you were in you that's abuse, um, but people are so disconnected. They think because you have to have. Some type of bruise, physical bruise, or some type of physical health issue or damage that's considered abuse and it's like when you really look at it it's like we're still in in an emotional dark age where we don't realize that abuse can also be emotional i was reading online this forum where this woman was describing her relationship and she's the first thing she says is I'm in a relationship right now, and I've been through a lot of my past relationships physically, but my boyfriend right now is not he he's not abusive, and then she goes on to mention you know at first, I'm thinking, hold on, I'm thinking first, like, okay, oh, well, she's probably gonna say that she's recovered or she's you know doing really great, she's no longer like with these fuck boys, fuck girls. Instead, she goes on to say the shit that this guy has put her through emotionally, right, playing games, cheating on her, even giving her an STD, right? And he's currently a drug user. And still, she says, he's not abusive. And the denial that she's in and how many other people that are in in general, not just in abusive relationships, but when they're dating people that they know inside, they feel it inside, this person has to be let go. And we doubt ourselves, be like, no, let's give this person the benefit of the doubt. And how fucking dangerous is that? To doubt the very thing that you were designed to have. That has been with the human race for I don't know how long since like the beginning of time, right? The beginning of what we call humans, right? Or even before then. Um, Animals have this. They have instincts, right? People think, well, they're just animals. Well, they're just a different type of fucking species. But we're animals too. We are. Scientifically, we are fucking animals but so many people want to put humans on a pedestal and put them as the supreme race it's it's bullshit but and then when you start to question things when you start to question people and your instincts flare up there's a reason it's not like you just like people would be like oh you're so judgmental they start to shame you like oh you're so judgmental you're so mean and i'm saying you're not mean. What I'm saying is you see something, whether you're consciously aware of it or subconsciously, and your body's picking up on it, and it's communicating to you, this person is dangerous. Whether that is an emotional or physical type of boundaries being crossed. See, people think you need physical boundaries, like I said, to to you know, be considered physical abuse, right? Or just abuse in general. No, you can emotionally cross someone's boundaries and that is considered emotional abuse. Emotional abuse doesn't get the enough credit, the same type of status with physical because we live in an emotional dark age. I want to give you examples of, like, times that I have ignored my instincts where it was so fundamental that I listened to it, but I didn't because I doubted myself, right? Um, It was one time I was dating this guy and he went away, well, before he went away, he wanted me to come with him to a different country, Mexico, right? And he was in the United States working and, with a visa and stuff. And I was in the United States going to school. And I couldn't at the time just give up everything in the middle of semester to just go take off and go to Mexico for a little while to visit his family because I had priorities. He could not understand that because he was raised in a very patriarchal type of world culture that was like, no, you come like I'm before you. I'm before anything, basically and i told him i can't do that i i'm i'm going to school you know and he wanted me to not go to school and i said to him i want to go to school i want to have my business i want i want to do things i don't just want to be a mother and just a wife i want to be more than that and what ended up happening was my instincts kept telling me, you need to let him go. And I was like, why? <laughs> why? Me being stupid and very naive. Like, no, I shouldn't let him go. Like, I'm crazy. I must be crazy, right? Because he, you know, I have I've, I've even had conversations with my mother about him. I'm like, I just, I don't know, something doesn't feel right. And my mother would be like, just, you know, just work it out. Just work it out. And so I would, because I'm like, if my parents are telling me, you know, we should work it out to, you know, they're supporting this relationship, then maybe I should. You know, obviously, I'm doing the right thing. At the time, I was 19. I was very naive. I was just, you know, didn't really understand what was going on. He ended up going and leaving to Mexico. Mexico. And my instincts kept telling me, you know, this person, something's not right about this person. Something is not right with what he's saying, you know. Um, He's not contacting me. Weeks would go by and he wouldn't contact me. I'm having dreams. And you know what's crazy is people will deny their dreams. People will tell other people you're crazy. It's just in your head. Your mind is so fucking powerful, you can connect and literally astral project, go to different fucking universes and fucking achieve knowledges that are beyond this physical realm if you, if you really accept what it is, which is a very powerful entity, right? I was seeing, so for going back to the story, I was seeing things I was having bad feelings my gut was punching me in the fucking stomach and telling me something isn't right and I remember one particular conversation I had with my mother I said you know mom I think he's cheating on me and she's like how do you know and I'm like I don't physically know but I feel it inside because something is off whether that's the pattern that he used to call me or the way he used to talk to me But I feel it in my gut that he is trying to play me a fool. And it's something that I cannot really articulate because it's not meant to be articulate. It's meant to just feel and you know and you do it. You execute the action and that's it. Instincts is about survival. It's about protecting yourself. And this was protecting myself. Most people are so disconnected and they don't realize when you have instincts about someone cheating on you, they're like, how is that protective? How is that survival? Well, one, you're you're trying to protect yourself from someone who can contaminate you with an STD. You know that could be very life threatening. That's real. Not only that, emotionally, as well, you can do a lot of emotional damage, resulting in really fucked up psychological, affecting like psychological, uh, long term effects right and not in a healthy way it could really fuck you up so your body is designed it knows what it's doing so it's picking up on something and you listen to it so i denied it until the feelings just got louder and louder and louder and worse and worse to the point where it's just super unbearable and i kept feeling like i kept hearing a voice in my head which was my voice my my brain talking to me saying look at this person's facebook I'm like, but I don't have their Facebook. And a part of me like uh, somewhere in my in my brain, my brain says, "Yes, you do. This person saved the password on your Chrome." I was like, "Oh yeah. Well, maybe I'm a bad girlfriend for wanting to check up on this person, you know, like I shouldn't do that." Like and part of me is like the brain was like, "No, it's not that you're bad you've picked up on something you know and when i look about it look at it now i remember we were on a phone call and he had really bad um english like he wasn't really that great speaking english that well and out of nowhere you know i asked him how he was doing and i guess he overheard it and or he his guilty mind took place and his guilty mind said oh i don't know what you're talking about i don't know her She's just a friend. And I'm like, what? I didn't say that. I didn't say anything. So that, and then see, those are the little things your brain picks up, right? You pick up, but sometimes you deny it. So I go on this person's Facebook and I see all these messages to all these women, right? He was playing me as a fool, right? And find out he was end up fucking with a little kid like a a preteen that was in mexico that he was sleeping with and mind you this man is like at the time he was i believe 21 22 this girl was like 13 or 12 around there i'm not even sure it's been a while but it was so fucked up and that's what i'm talking about is your instincts your instincts don't lie your instincts tell you something is going to happen Whether you see it, you pick it up by seeing it, hearing it, or or just feeling it, because we are connected. People like and I meet people who are just like in denial of that concept of being connected. Um, I remember years ago I had a conversation with a physicist, and about that theory, right? We were talking about that theory, and he says the issue with that is that we can't prove that we're connected, but we do question why if we split an atom apart and we take one part of the atom and leave it in Chicago and then the other atom in Texas and how if we mess with the one in Texas and do something with it right we notice the one in Chicago right mimics the one in Texas we we understand but we don't we understand that you could split and do that but we don't understand like how that's possible. And I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> because it's so... It's in your face. It's right there. And it's the denial. And, and it's... It's overcoming that filter of denial. Right? So... Same thing with instincts. Instincts... How how do we... You know... So, that's a, so I think a good question would be... Right? How... If we're not good with our instincts now... How... Would we be able to build our instincts since we don't think they're good and they're not really because of our, whatever's happened, right? What do we do? And my answer is just simple steps, simple steps of tuning into your emotions, whether that's just sitting still one day and asking yourself, how do I feel right now? What sensations do I feel? And by doing that type of exercise, you're already making a step towards building your instincts. Building that ability to trust your instincts. Because your instincts have never left. It's always going to be there. But it's tuning in to it. Right? Because sometimes we deny it. For whatever reason, it could be some type of trauma that's happened. Whether it was like family abuse, growing up, childhood abuse, right? Um, spouse abuse, whatever happened or not. So after that, do other exercises. When you meet someone, how do they make you feel? Listen to their, their words, what they say, um, their body language. Don't disconnect, be present, because people will tell you who they are, whether it's physical or they'll tell you verbally why why not not even being conscious of it. Like, for example, um, I was watching the show where it's the 90 Day Fiance, and there's this couple on there, and this guy is giving this girl presents, and you know that she's using him right but he's in denial about it because he's really in love with her and he really wants to make this work i mean he's incredibly handsome right and i'm just like why is he with this girl who is like a piece of work who clearly does not respect him clearly doesn't respect herself right anyhow she while he's giving her that he she says to him you really shouldn't be with someone like me right boom Anybody who has built up their ability to trust themselves, who already trust themselves. That would be a huge red indicator that this person is fucked up. And it's not your job to take care of them. It doesn't mean I can, oh my god, help you. It means run. It means, oh my god, there's an issue with this person and this person is being upfront and then she proceeds to talk about something else and then she says it again and she says people like me are just not very good people or something like that right i'm just paraphrasing here and he was just like you could tell he his body was picking up on something like okay but he was like but you know um i know you love me i i love you and i'm i'm here for you we go into i've noticed people who tend to be in toxic relationships, like this one, excuse me. (coughs) Um, We tend to be like, I'm your savior. I'm going to be that person for you. I want you to know you love me because you don't know what love is. I don't think people understand that is so dangerous on your behalf to accept that type of quote-unquote challenge. Because some people think it's a challenge. They think, oh, you know, if I work through this, we're going to make it out alive. The thing is, this individual, whoever you're dealing with, who mimics that type of behavior that I'm talking about, who's who seems like a good-hearted person, right? Seems like, and they do good things, right, here and there, but they're overall, their their character is shysty. Mm. <coughs> they're disrespectful. They humiliate you by either talking to other people, other women, other men. Or sending nudes to somebody. Whatever it is. That's just a no-no in your book. That if you saw your sister or someone close to you dating. You would be like, hell no. I don't think you should date this person. It is not your job. To try to make that person. Love you the way you want to be loved. People will show you. What they're capable of. And what they do. And so when I. When I. When I. When I relate that to my experience with that guy all he knows how to do is use people right? it's a transactional type of relationship he, that's what he's grown up to be but it was never my job to make him into the man I need him to be he has to do that on his own And I don't need, stop taking the responsibility of other people's actions. They're sick. I get it. You want to have compassion. But there's a difference between compassion and extending yourself out to somebody who is going to drown you. Who, and the reality doesn't give a fuck about your life, who will take you down just to stay afloat. so i mean i I get a lot of shit personally from people who are obviously the wrong people in my life to say to me that i'm I'm mean or I'm you know I have no compassionate, you know you know people are human no it is because you are human, I understand you, and I read you. But it is not my job and it's not your job to continue to put yourself in harm's way just to help someone out. No. I let me give you an example. One time I was um I was in Austin over the summer with some family. Austin, Texas, right? And um I I love the city, right? It's so pretty, it's so I've always liked the area. And you know, my my um my father came to visit And he's dressed like a tourist, right? He looks like an obvious tourist with the hat and the shirt, you know? And I wanted to just observe him. I wanted to observe the people around him and how they respond to him, right? And I noticed that him and his girlfriend, they tend to get a lot of responses, right? They get um, a lot of homeless people going up or what we perceived as homeless because some of them are not homeless. Some of the people are just con artists, right? So they would go up to him and have the fucking, you know, balls and audacity to knock on the window and not go away, you know, after they're being ignored and not acknowledged. And I remember my father was like, oh, he gave in and he gave this person money and they just took off. And I got upset. I got upset because I knew exactly what that person was up to, right? This person was trying to take advantage of someone they perceived to be weak right that doesn't know much about the city right who who will give them money because they know they will i don't i don't like people like that i peep that shit and i'm like something's wrong with you i'm not gonna give you money maybe it's because i've lived in the city like you know like not that city but i've lived in chicago where i see some of the homeless people counting people right this is a nine to five job they actually have homes or some of them don't it just depends. I've seen people bullshit people, right? And I've also been in dating experiences where I've bullshitted people and they bullshitted me. You know the game. So at this point in my life, I I just don't tolerate the bullshit. And when I see bullshit, I see it, and I don't deny it anymore. And so I get a lot of people that have said to me, "You have no compassion." You are, and I'm like, I do have compassion. I just see it for what it is, which is bullshit. Um, for I had an example, another one. Let me drink some water. Um. So my ex, my previous ex, where this one's a Pisces. So we're gonna say this is a Pisces. So the Pisces, um, had a second job doing what they did, um. And the Pisces tends to be a social person, likes to make friends with people who are, I guess, this is what they would say, that are kind of wounded. They had a thing for wounded people. And they would say that about animals, too, that they would buy, they would be that person to buy animals with, like, no legs or blind, whatever, because they had a thing for wanting to fix that, right? So, the Pisces started making friends with somebody who was originally from, I think, Mississippi, no, Louisiana, and moved to the state of Missouri, right? And I noticed when I was having a FaceTime with the person, at, like my Pisces at the time, I noticed my Pisces was upset and texting at the same time, and I said, what's going on? And they explained to me that their friend was supposed to come over and go swimming, right? But they couldn't do that because... The person, their their friend, was living in a very toxic home, and I was like, okay, well, tell me more about this. How old is this person? Oh, she's twenty four. Okay, all right. How old is this toxic person she's with? Oh, it's her uncle, and he's like in his fifties or something. I said, huh? How long have you known this person? Um, Pisces says, um, not that long. I think less than three months. And I'm like, ooh right away my instincts flared up right and <laughs> the pisces was like i don't understand why you're what, what are you what are you going at with this and i said you need to be careful and the pisces like i mean that's my friend and i'm like i know that but you don't even know this person that long let me explain like you're you're already jumping to wanting to save them do these things for them right I said, do you even know why she left um Mississippi to go to Missouri? No, she wasn't really clear on that. She said she would all she said that she was leaving the toxic home from there, and I'm like, oh, so it's a pattern. Because when you do it more than once, it's a pattern. So I said to her, you know, there's I said to the Pisces, you know, there's resources, you know. And I said, just be careful, because I don't think you understand sometimes that some folks don't have your best interests. Some folks use this bullshit that I'm being abused, or maybe they are. I'm not saying that it's all denied, like it's not real. But it sounds like they're kind of trying to run away and use you, because they told me more that they would let them hang out with them whenever there was going through a lot and i'm thinking to myself like nah something else that don't sound right and then i hear you know the pisces saying oh yeah she's a felon too and i'm just like whoa i stopped in my tracks whoa whoa now hear me out most people think when i say this oh you're just judgmental give felons a chance listen i i'm not I'm not knocking people down. Sometimes people do stupid shit when they're younger, right? We get it, and then they regret it, and they have to live with that shit for the rest of their life, right? I get that 100%. And sometimes people are wrongly accused of things, okay? I get that. But I also know I see a duck for what it is. when If you hear it quack, it's a fucking duck, right? I've lived with felons. I know how it is to live with people with addictions. I know how it is to live with people who are abusive. And I tell you, it's a fucking cycle. It's a vicious fucking cycle. And when you're dealing with people who are not healed, that have a history of shit, and again, not healed, they are going to do this shit again. And to be careful Right and I and the thing is I'm I'm personally tired of individuals being like you're judgmental or, you're not, nice. Let's we gotta stop that fucking narrative because the reality is it's a control thing. My instincts tell me you're a motherfucking duck because I hear you quack, you a motherfucking duck. That's it. So. That's what I want to talk about. When you're dating people, when you're just maybe just walking down the street and you meet people, your body and your mind are constantly at work together. And to build your instincts, slowly do it. If that means just listening to your, like maybe like, for, like I mentioned earlier, maybe just listening to your emotions. Maybe like, I'm hungry right now. That's listening to something primal. And trusting yourself and getting rid of those people who are not there for you. Those who tell you you're crazy, that you're judgmental, you're not. Because it's interesting, since I've separated myself from people like that, I start to to realize, wow, I was never crazy. Wow, I was never a bitch. I was never these things. I was just severely gaslighted by the people that I loved, who were abusing me emotionally. I have to remind myself that. And if you've ever been in that situation, you should also acknowledge that. You have been gaslighted. You have been put to that point of questioning your sanity. And maybe you should start thinking, I should always choose myself. You know, the other day I was writing on my um my phone, my little notebook thing, and I was starting to write how I felt about the whole situation, what happened with me and my ex, right? About how I feel humiliated and how I felt disrespected time after time and and then after I was done like reading the actual expression, I realized I was talking to myself. I realized I humiliated myself by not Speaking my truth, not following my instincts. Respecting and honoring my emotions. I realize it was a letter to me. And that's some deep shit. Alright, let me drink some water, hold on. Maybe you should do that. Maybe write a letter to yourself. About the things that you have done to yourself. And learning to slowly get into that step of forgiving yourself. Because a lot of people in the society preaches about forgiveness, right? You got to forgive the people who've done you wrong. And to like, you know, that's the good Christian way. Or it's the good, you know, Islamic way. Or the good Hindu, whatever the fuck it is, way. It, honestly, it's let's forget about these people. Let's get on that journey with ourselves. And it starts with... Slowly trusting yourself. Putting your emotions first. And i got to mention this too, because I've seen this with friends who are mothers and fathers who have children who tend to put everything before them and then they are drained. And they feel resentful towards the kid or resentful towards their partner, towards life, and not realizing that they're the ones also disrespecting themselves by giving to other people and they know damn well they shouldn't be giving to people especially if their cup is not overflowing especially if they have a little little juice in the cup this little juice in the cup is not for your kid it ain't for everybody else it's for you and I know what I'm saying is pretty controversial okay a lot of people would say to me you know you would not know or would say to me you have no idea what you're talking about because we were raised in this world where we we give and give and give to others without giving to ourselves first and when we have that little juice, that little water and we're parched we give it to somebody else and then we're fucking dying over here from parched, being parched and then we feel resentful Because they don't give it back to us. Or they don't give us what we give in them. When it's really about you. So that's something to think about. You know, you're really challenging your socialization as well. Your culture. Whether whatever culture you're in. Because I know in some Latin communities, we have that. Where we serve other people specifically men. We serve them first, sometimes before dinner, which is some fucked up shit, before our kids, before us. I've seen this happen, where we serve the man before we serve anybody else. And it just it just shows you the type of status you're in and how you also view yourself and how it's all designed to control you. So how do we break that bondage? And I'm telling you the way to do that is by listening to yourself and having boundaries and telling people what you could give and what you're not able to give. And you don't need to explain to them why. It's interesting because I had a dream about that um, last night where um, I was... Where the fuck was I? I was... I was uh, getting ready to go to the bus station, right? And I had my ticket, and it was like I was checking in, like I do when I'm going when I'm flying, right? Like a little kiosk kind of thing. And in the dream, this guy who was working there, he asked me why I was choosing this destination, and it wasn't in a sense because he was curious. He just he demanded why I tell him. And I said to him, I don't have to tell you anything. And because I said that, he gave me a hard time, right? He was like, you're not good. I'm gonna. I'm going to make it harder for you. And I said to him, I know what you're doing and I need you to not do that. I need you to give me my shit because that's your job and that's it. There's there's no need to step over boundaries. There's no need. There's Whatever I'm doing with my life is none of your fucking business. And because of that, it pissed them more off, right, in the dream. And then I remember I ran to, like, some family members to get help. Some type of validation, right, which is also a severe issue when it comes to listening to your instincts, right? Trying to seek validation, like, oh, you're, right? That's what happened, right? No. It's just going to deplete your confidence of who you are and what you picked up on. So the family members were totally ignoring me and gaslighting me and I blew up and I just said go fuck yourself right and because I said that they were so appalled like oh my god you have such a dirty mouth for a woman like how dare you speak this way and I thought to myself as I like walked away I felt guilty because it was never in my character to be this way they made it seem like I was this spoiled brat when in reality I wasn't a spoiled brat. I was being disrespected and I was demanding to have respect, but they were bullies. They didn't, they're not going to give me that. So, what I'm trying to relate to, you know, our conversation here is you don't owe anybody anything an explanation. You don't owe them why you do what you do, where you're going. And the guilty feelings that you feel for sticking up for yourself, or just not wanting to feel, has to do with your socialization, how you grew up, and to really re, you know, re reevaluate that, reflect, and and just understand where these guilty feelings are coming from, especially in the dating world, especially the way you know when you listen to your instincts or. A little little whisper. People mention like It's really, it's really like an emotion. It's an emotion. It's a feeling. It's like, for instance, when you're walking down the street and you feel the wind, right? That's it's so subtle, but it's there. And if you're really in tune with yourself and you connect with your your Room. You go. You 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 listen and you go. You don't wait and then you shit on yourself, right? So that's my point, is your instincts are so subtle. It's all about clearing all the noise that's around you, getting rid of the noise, whether that's people in your life, whether that's dating, whether that's certain family members. So you can hear it and, and feel it. Just really feel it. And when it happens, you're like, oh, I'm on it. Whether the, and, that, and sometimes I'll tell you, like your instincts will tell you, fly to Taiwan. You need to be in Taiwan or you need to say yes to that business deal or you need to say no to that proposal or you need to go to this place. I guarantee when you listen to your instincts, you never regret it. It's only when you deny it, when you don't listen, is when you, de- you really regret it. So that's all I have to say, guys, because I'm getting really tired of talking right now. But listen and tell me your stories and tell me what you think about your instincts. Definitely would love to hear some comments or messages. You know, send me a message. But anyways, I got to go. So have a good night or a good day wherever you are. Let's-